0: Welcome to IdeaGen TV. Today, we are thrilled to have the new chair of IdeaGen Miami and the Senior Vice President for Public Affairs and Communications at the University of Miami with us, Rudy Fernandez. Welcome.
1: George, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, thank you for the uh, opportunity to serve uh, uh, on the uh, IdeaGen uh, leadership team, if you will. And I'm excited to, uh, to join you.
0: Well, you know, Rudy, you know, leadership is a funny thing, isn't it? And, and you've had so many years now of experience helping to lead and you're, I consider you really a servant leader. I mean, you, you are the example of what leadership should look like. You know, I mean, people talk about, if you can see it, you can be it. And my gosh, when people see you and your style of leadership, I've, I've had the privilege of seeing it. And you've worked through several presidents now at the University of Miami, which is a an, a, a, an example, a, a a great example of how you have demonstrated your leadership to help serve and to lead at the same time in your role as SVP for public affairs and communications at the University of Miami. You also have an incredible background, having served as the special assistant to the president during the George W. Bush administration. Rudy, what are some of your biggest leadership examples that you can share with our global audience today?
1: Well, you're very kind. So, thank you, thank you for that description. I will tell you that I, um, to this day, I consider myself a student of leadership. Uh, you know, I'm 25 years into my career. I had the privilege of serving in the in the Bush uh, administration. That's where you and I got to uh, to know each other. And um, you know, I, I think one of the one of the key the key lessons that I learned during my years in the Bush administration that um, that has served me well in my career in higher ed. I've been at the University of Miami now for 14 years. Uh, one of the key, one of the key lessons is that a leader is only as good as the team that he leads. So one thing that I that I I devote a lot of time to is mentoring uh, team members, is making sure that we recruit the right people uh, for the, the right roles at the University of Miami. And uh, the the more time that we devote to making sure that you're building and mentoring and providing strategic direction to a team, uh, the better the organization is going gonna, is gonna to do. Whether you're in in the private sector or in the nonprofit world, uh, in higher ed or in the federal government, uh, you know, making sure that you're building uh, teams of talented people and then putting them in positions to to succeed is uh, is critical to leadership. You're only as good as as the team that you lead. That's that's one of the lessons that I. Uh, I have really taken to heart in the 25 years of a career that I've had the, the privilege of of, uh, of of undergoing so far.
0: Well, and, and again, you know, having had the privilege, the real honor of seeing you, you know, you're, you're a friend, but I, I also stand in awe of how you have managed that leadership, how you are transforming an organization like the University of Miami now over the past 14 years It's not an easy task to help to lead, to build teams, to serve as an advisor, all of these critical components to leadership, like you said. And I believe in that. I believe that you're constantly learning. We're in a constant state of learning. If you're not, then you're falling behind in some way. And and so especially apropos with you being at a university like the University of Miami to appreciate truly and to understand that, right? that you're in a constant learning mode. It's lifelong learning, right?
1: It doesn't work. That That's absolutely right. That's one of the exciting things about working in a university environment. You're constantly learning uh, and you learn, you certainly learn a lot from you know, the president, the two presidents at the university that I had the pleasure of serving under, Donna Shalala, who was uh, the person that recruited me here and Julio Frank, who's a world uh, class uh, public health official and, uh, and, a, and a medical doctor. Uh, but I, I would tell you, uh, in, in my role today, I almost learn more from the younger members of the team and from students that I have the pleasure of interacting with. Uh, that's, uh, that's the exciting part of being in a university environment. And I, uh, I, I am grateful for the opportunity to lead. I, I will tell you one of the things that as, as you get a little older and you start losing some, uh, some hair, you, you, are, uh, you learn that the key to happiness in this world is to be grateful for the opportunities that you get to enjoy, that each of us gets to enjoy every day. And I certainly am grateful for the opportunity to serve a great institution in the University of Miami. Well, hearing that from you uh, is beyond inspiring.
0: And so shifting gears a bit, so you're the Senior Vice President for Public Affairs and Communications. Why, Rudy, do you believe... That effective communication is so critically important into helping to carry out your specific goals at the University of Miami.
1: Well, it's it's very simple, George. In order to accomplish anything uh, substantial, in order to to achieve uh, big goals, you you need you can't do anything that's uh, that's transformative alone. You need to motivate people to join your uh, your vision and to sharing your vision. And, and in order to mobilize other folks, you need to communicate effectively. So there's really, uh, you know, three or four principles that I, I believe are, are at the core of everything that we do at the University of Miami, particularly, and they were evident during this 17 or 18 months of the pandemic that that we've had to, uh, to endure and to, to work through. Uh, the first is that you want to, in today's day and age, you want to communicate often. Uh, You, um, you know, people are, I mean, I, I, am a big student of history and you think about uh, what FDR uh, did very, very effectively through his uh, fireside chats during, during World War II. Uh, And, and uh, if, if, you know, people were, people were sort of gathering around the radio, eager to get updates on, on how the war was going from, from, uh, from the president and uh, if that's the, the 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 version, the 21st version of that is people turning over to their, you know, to their mobile devices and uh, you know and, and trying to look at the, the Twitter page or or whatever news um, platform they use in order to get their news and sort of refreshing, hit refresh to try to get the latest uh, the, the latest news and, and that certainly the that, that certainly was the case during the pandemic. I can tell you, we made the very difficult decision to reopen our campus. Uh, and parents and students were hungry to get the latest information as to what the university was doing to prepare and to make the campus safe during the pandemic for for our, our students and for our, our campus community. And to communicate often and use all mediums of communication at your disposal was, was something that was a, a primary uh, objective or, or one, of, one of our major um, goals, if you will. Uh, then uh, making sure that that communication was two way communication was important and and perhaps most most important was making sure that you maintain credibility at all times uh, at a time where where facts and and news sources are being questioned more than ever and there 's so much misinformation, making sure that you you maintain yourself as a credible source of news. Um, And certainly when you're communicating with parents or with patients at our health system, making sure that the information that they were getting from the University of Miami was 100% accurate was a major focus of of our team.
0: And, you know, you, you highlight something that's so critically important, especially today, Rudy, that you're helping shape really the next generation of not only leaders, but of citizens that, must, I mean, it's not It's not a, a good to have, it's a must have quality, which is to be able to communicate, to communicate your point in a way that's articulate, to communicate your point so that there's no confusion, right? There's all these critical elements. You mentioned FDR and the fireside chats during World War II. That was critical because of the communication aspect. People were scared and they were looking for information. By the way, great example as well, COVID, global pandemic, university, students, how do you communicate that? How do you communicate that your children will be safe, the students will be safe? There's no ambiguity there, right? You have to be really, really clear. And again, a, testament, a testimony to you, a testament to your leadership to be able to put that together during one of the most difficult periods I would argue in human history, the entire planet facing a common enemy, which is a global pandemic and the COVID nineteen
1: um, issue. I agree, George. I, I whether it's the reference to FDR and World War Two, or or the, another another monu, uh, monumental and life changing, world changing event that you and I had the opportunity to live through as we were serving President Bush, was obviously September eleventh. Uh, so imagine in the days, in the hours, and days after September 11th, how we were all huddled around television, you know, television and and, and online, trying to get the latest uh, and and best news as to what was happening in our world. Uh, that's that's a time that calls for for clear and concise communications. Uh, you got to make sure that what you're reporting is accurate, and and you have to use all all communication mediums. At your disposal now. The great advantage that we have in, you know, in, in 2021, that was, you know, it was still not as, as effective and widespread uh, during 01 or, or certainly in the time of our our foref- our, our forefathers and our grandparents uh, during World War II, was uh, the the fact that uh, and now social media and digital communications allows for two way communication. We 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 getting instant feedback from in the case of the University of Miami, from parents and from students that read our communications and we'll, and you know if the communication uh, was effective uh, and if it was not, and, and there were issues or things that were unclear uh, in the message that you sent out, you, you find out about it right away. Uh, so we're, we're living in a very exciting age in terms of communications.
0: I like that. And what I really like about what you just said is your optimism. And by the way, optimism is a critical component of leadership as well. You have to have optimism in order to believe, to believe what you're communicating and to communicate in a way that is positive, especially in in the work that you're doing. And so Rudy, as you know at IdeaGen, we hold those 17 global goals as a backdrop for all of our conversations. The 17 global goals of the United Nations to point out again because i always do this to our global audience agreed upon by every single every single member all 1 all 193 member states of the united nations by the way including the united states of america of course so unanimous consent here you and i both know very difficult unprecedented all 193 member states agreeing to these 17 global goals. There is one goal specifically that I believe you hold near and dear to your heart amongst many of the others, if not all of them, which is goal number four, which is what we're talking about today, which is quality education. Rudy, how are you and your partner organizations working together to help progress toward the achievement of these global goals?
1: Well, let, let me tell you first, uh, a lot of what drives me as a servant leader, and that was a, a high compliment to for, you, for you to use those words in, in describing my, my style of leadership, but I, I am a big believer in the concept of paying it forward. Um, you know, I, I, m- most of the folks that, that will watch this uh, this interview uh, may not know that, I, uh, that that I migrated to this country. I was born in Caracas, Venezuela. Of Cuban parents came to this country when I was ten years old, and uh, and this this community of South Florida that I'm blessed to, to live in is a community that was very generous to uh, to my family and and to my younger sister and to, and to me. So so I I realized you know all my dreams because the, because the United States of America is a, is a is a great country, and Miami Dade is a very generous community. I arrived at this, in this country without speaking a word of English, and I was able to learn the language uh, really quickly thanks to the public school system in, in Miami-Dade. Uh, then I was able to, to attend uh, you know, to attend college, to get a master's degree in business administration, and to, to serve in the Bush administration and realize all my dreams. The key to all this, a big key to this, uh, is, is the fact that we have a great educational system in this country. And and that was uh, something that uh, that was that was key to my success, and I and I've devoted a great part of my career to higher ed because I think that's uh, that's something that could uh, that could really be uh, transformative to future generations of leaders here in, in my home state of Florida. Uh, so so we at the University of Miami work very closely. In in our community, with uh, Florida International University, which is another important institution in our community, Uh, the 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 main public university in our area, with Miami Dade College, which is the largest college uh, community college in the country, uh, and and also serves an important mission. And through the, you know, we work very closely with the K through twelve school system in Miami Dade, which is one of the largest ones in the country. And I think that that partnership, when you're trying to address uh, and improve the educational system in the, in any community. Certainly, in the United States, uh, it, it requires more than one university, one institution. So we're working uh, with our sister institutions in order to advance you know, advance that mission and address disparities. Those disparities exist, and uh, and I know that we're living in intense political times, um, but there's something that all you know Democrats, Independents, and Republicans. Should agree with, and, and that's you know in in the need for a a commitment to to uh, to K through 12 education and to higher education to make sure that the that future generations of Americans are, are as prepared to compete in this world that's that's you know that's more interconnected uh, every day, right? And we need to sort of have a workforce and, and talented people that could uh, you know that that could help lead this country. Uh, long after you and I are gone, right? So that, uh, so that's why I, I'm I'm a I'm a big believer in that in that goal, and and I and I applaud your your leadership in uh, in working to advance those United Way initiatives, United Way United Nations initiatives. That's right.
0: That's right. And and I, I want to call out for our global audience. I, you know, it's it's very it, to me personally and professionally the story you just shared. Publicly with with your journey, you know, that everybody has a story. We know that. Your story is extraordinary. There are many extraordinary stories out there. But it's amazing to, to hear from you. You came to this country when you were 10. The community you were in embraced you. You rose up to work for the president of the United States, right? And you're now working at the University of Miami for the president of the university, the second president that you've worked for there. I mean, if that's not inspiring, I'm not quite sure what is, but it's inspirational, it's extraordinary. I wanna thank you from IdeaGen for your leadership, Rudy, for the leadership role you have at IdeaGen as chair of IdeaGen Miami. And I'd like to ask you in closing, what is your call to action? As we continue to build and bring together the planet.
1: Well, I, I think we need to realize that uh, that as uh, as human beings, you know, and now there's seven billion of us, uh, you know, we we ha- we have a lot more in common than we have, you know, than than what we have di- that dif- that that makes us different. And, and I think we need to to realize. Uh, And I say this as someone who who's still a conservative. um, You know, we we need the 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 United States. You know, needs to continue being a a a a active player in world affairs. Uh, And and I would tell you, uh, and I'm speaking specifically to members in my community, that it is more important than ever that we we stay active in world affairs and and uh, and we work. With uh, multinational organizations like the United Nations to to advance things that that will you know that will advance those 17 initiatives that I applaud and, and make sure that we we realize that we're an interconnected world. Isolation is, isolationism is not the the solution to the world's problems or to the problems in our community. So I'll leave I'll leave it at that.
0: Rudy Fernandez, senior vice president for Public Affairs and Communications at the University of Miami. If someone across the world, as they were listening to this interview, wanted to learn more about the University of Miami, how can they find out more?
1: Well, they could go, on, um, you know, obviously online at, uh, at, at miami.edu, that's that's our website and there's plenty of uh, great information on our website or they could email me at rudyfernandez at miami.edu. Rudy
0: Fernandez global leader and luminary changing the world. Thank you for all you're doing. Thank you for your inspiration. Thank you for your leadership
1: and thank you for paying it forward. George, thank you. It's a pleasure chatting with you and I look forward to uh, seeing you in person soon.